0: Hey, uh, good morning. Do you have the uh, marijuana? Uh, yes, you know we have lots of you know cannabis medical marijuana. Is there a certain type you're looking for, sir? Uh, yes, my uh, wife uh, told me to get the uh, you know come come say uh how do you say uh, tincture the uh, tincture. Uh, yes, you know it didn't come with drops, put it in your tongue, done easy. I got you. Is there a certain type you're looking for? Eh, hey, yes, yes. Hey, my wife, she said to to ask for the uh uh Mira. Okay, she wants the uh, THC. THC. Can I get THC, please, um, sir? All of our products have, you know, THC. That we're we're medical marijuana. Um, I guess you want a high THC. Yes, yes. Give me the the very very strong one, please. Uh, I want, I have trouble sleeping and going to bed, you know, at night. So I wanted something to put me to sleep at night. Okay, all right. So the, I'll get you that tincture. Just making sure you go, you know, slow and slow. You don't want to, you know, overdo it and have a problem. You know, just take it easy. Hey, listen, listen, man. I I've been using marijuana for before you were born, man. I've been using it. Listen, yeah, <laughs> listen. You are listening to High TV, your place for cannabis news, insights, and information. If you're new to this podcast, you're a newbie. What's going on, newbie? Welcome to the show. Hope to see you soon. Just know when Monday morning comes and this podcast plays in your cars and your headphones, you will be the most informed person in cannabis in your circle. Stay tuned and stay high, folks. Hi TV. And we are back. Welcome to Hi TV Podcast. As always, we give you the cannabis news now. It's been a while, or if not really, since this week was jam packed with not only podcasts, but more importantly, Thanksgiving. How was your Thanksgiving? You know, I know everybody got to eat the big food, you know, the turkey that may be a little bit too dry, but still you eat it for the holidays. You know, the mac and cheese. You have the family member that don't know how to act at a dinner table. You know what I'm saying? You have people you love around you. And Thanksgiving is a time where I know everybody gets that break from normal life. You get that break from the normal stresses and anxiety to come back, you know, to be with family and enjoy food with, with family. As you know, breaking bread is the ultimate way to, you know, build camaraderie. And of course, eating food with family is the number one way to do so. So with that being said, welcome back from Thanksgiving. A lot of you guys are now back in the midst of things, back going to work, back from vacation where you traveled. And like I said, back to the stressors and anxiety that life has. But to quick avail, of course, we know you know how to live with anxiety based on our last episode, uh, anxiety and how CBD affects it or in general some people know how to live back in their environment without those stresses and anxiety because they just left learn to adapt and evolve right and sometimes when we adapt and evolve we expect better things from people in the industry but some people don't evolve they stay stagnant and unlike Thanksgiving they're doing the opposite of giving and that's theft they're stealing Yes. Can you believe people are stealing in his things? I mean, Black Friday is really stealing, right? It's just stealing your money by saying, here's a big-ass deal so you can take the money that's in your wallet and your bank accounts. Right? But we're not talking about that type of stealing. Right? We're talking about, well, similar, the coercion into getting somebody to willingly participate and give you their dollars. And what am I talking about? We're talking about the big scandal that's going on with cannabis talk. Have y'all been on Facebook lately? Because I know I've been on Facebook the other day. I rarely do. I mean, what's up with Facebook these days? People aren't even using it anymore. You know, Facebook is slowly turning into retail stores. We're like only the older generation and lots of sunspots, you know what I'm saying? Or in the malls and retail shops because the young people simply aren't going there. We're on Instagram and seemingly now TikTok. Anyway, back to what I was saying. So I went on Facebook the other day and I saw this ad. It was an ad for a seminar and how to help you get into the industry and kind of the promise that you'll be able to increase, you know, your money a certain amount by going to the seminar. So I clicked the seminar and I'm seeing the shit is like $900 something for the seminar. I'm like, yo, this is a ripoff. I've gone to cannabis events, you know, locally in my area. Of course, I have the knowledge about everywhere in different cities, but I can assume in those areas, you're going to have people who are offering these events that aren't the sum of $900. Now, granted, you go to the MJ Biz Daily, you go to the conference that's coming up soon, which is the Canicon Northwest Tacoma uh, Canicon. Stuff like that, you could pay a big ticket and not really be fearful of the outcome. And something like this is created to prey on those people who have those ambitions to be in the cannabis industry. Who have those ambitions into you not only being their own boss, but really getting an extra supplemental income because what they're getting right now isn't enough. And so this guy not only charges his people like $900 to go to the seminar, he even gives them more to buy later on. So typically I'll give you a story, right? To kind of relate back to this unfortunate thing that's going on in the cannabis industry. People do scams all the time. So I hear an ad on the radio, right? Driving there's a year is twenty sixteen. All right. Again, I'm driving, I hear the ad and the ad mentions a free real estate Seminar. They say South Florida is the best, real one of the best real estate markets in the U.S. You want to come to this free event, so you wanted to learn how to become a real estate agent, and we'll teach you how we do to help fix up broken down homes or something along the line. Like they kind of fix this house, and of course the guy was featured. The guy was featured on ABC for his yada 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 yada. All right, you go to the event. Of course, this is free. Go with a friend, and we both have the same ambitions entrepreneurs want to make it in the world, you know, we're trying to, you know, gain something else other than what we're learning from our college textbooks, go to the event. And here's what they do. Here's how they get you. Here's how they swindle you into joining their free program. So of course they have the free seminar rather. I mean, and that's how they get you lured in. It's free. And during the seminar, guess what they tell you? Here's how they swindle you. They tell you terms that are industry jargon so you feel insecure about what's going on you have a basic understanding that yeah you purchase a home you purchase these contracts you yada 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 you fix up the home you sell it for whatever they're telling they even showed you a video of this guy who bought a home right built it up of course by investing money making it look pretty right so now the value raised up and he Bought the home for $100,000 and sold it for four hundred. dollars So you're sitting in the crowd like, wow, Bob, I, he really just saved $300,000. He just made a doctor's salary in one sale. I need to do this. And it gives you that promise that that's what's happened likely. And that's what happened often. And at the end of the seminar, after you feel confident or inspired to be like what you just watched, and when you're given... The insecurity by not knowing the terminology you're using, so you feel like, damn, I have to learn more. And once you have that question in your mind that you want to learn more, what's your next move? Now, the sensible thing is to walk away, go on the internet and learn what they told you. But unlike some people, they buy into the free seminar and and, and, uh, whatnot, and they buy the $400 realty book that teaches you everything you need to know to be successful in the South Florida area. We use the same system across the country and it should work here too in South Florida. So what is a $400 book that basically is what you can learn on the internet by just research, 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 and buying other books that are much, much cheaper with much more value. And so you spent, you went in there going for a free event and you end up leaving out spending $400. The same thing is happening in this cannabis event. A woman actually, if you watch our story on Instagram, there's a woman who protested, screamed, don't give them your money. They are a scam. Don't give you their money. <laughs> right. And uh, she ended up figuring out it was a scam, wanted her money back. They played a little funny with the money and end up giving her money back. Right. However, they have other people in the story who have spent upwards of $10,000 on this cannabis talk seminar. If you remember the episode that we posted Not too long ago, remember the one that was uh, made by lawyers who, of course, represent cannabis businesses, wrote a kind of uh, article or template on what you need to be a cannabis licensed entrepreneur. Lots of steps, right? It costs all all it costs so much money. You need so much more documents to complete. You have to work on a state level, the county level. You can hear the whole episode to understand what exactly I'm talking about. So for this cannabis event to come around and think that they can, you know, sprinkle some jargon and tell you that if you buy this kit to grow cannabis at home, it's going to help you become a cannabis entrepreneur. No. When you want to grow cannabis, you go, if you want to grow cannabis legally, chances are you need a big growing facility. You're not going to have a cannabis company growing out your backyard. I mean, of course, if you if you take out the garage, use a whole square footage, yeah, you can grow some pounds, but you need much more than some pounds that grows every three months, you know, uh, For a cannabis business So with that being said He tricked them into thinking that They buy the at home grow They're buying into other things That he's charging them And now they find themselves Further in depth Or further whatever And it's really a sad story So beware of these Cannabis talk Seminars that are scamming people and beware of. As uh, Miss Pryor said, as tagged in that uh, Chicago Black Illinois post, how they're giving back in reparations to the city. Amazing story. But catch it on Instagram. Pryor said she's tagged under the post. Uh, beware this Thanksgiving of any family member that's trying to scheme you into joining a CBD or hemp marketing program you know those multi-level marketing programs that say oh you have to spend money and then i will they'll send you a case and that's how you make money and they promise you that the cases you buy can sell i mean really bro i've never seen any of those really work on a large scale herbal life maybe right i've seen that because i guess the health craze is so big it was a good mlm because everyone's trying to get healthy anyway and want to get healthy and make money or that we can be here we can travel right I've seen those grow. And they're trying in the cannabis industry where like you gotta buy you got to buy a box of CBD, so you're basically buying the product off of the company that makes it, they're getting automatic customer, you get customers and they pay you a small dividend of the money they just made from you buying the product, and then some, and then some, and then some. It's really a bad program. So I'd say, yo, if you wanna do MLM, do what you want, I advise against it, not my type of thing you can make money off it but you really would like to create your own and sell your own product instead of joining someone else's pyramid scheme all right so let's jump into the major news stories now so the first one we're going to talk about is marijuana sales increase on green wednesday they're calling green wednesday or aka the day before thanksgiving dank thanksgiving (laughs) i don't know why it took me so long to come up with that so many pauses sorry about that folks Uh, But they call it Thanksgiving. Apparently, Thanksgiving is when you have the Black Friday of weed. We're able to buy your products at a cheaper level and buy way more of it. You know, and it's great because a lot of firms don't only have it on Green Wednesday, but it lasts all the way up until Sunday is when you're getting all these sales for cannabis. Great idea. And there's even a chart that we're going to post on Instagram today or tomorrow, depending when you listen to this podcast or it's already up. That shows you the data coming from Marijuana Business Daily, it's their chart of the week that shows Thanksgiving cannabis sales boosts, Black Friday and Green Wednesday. So they're showing you that last year, 2018, the net average sales on Thanksgiving or Green Wednesday is $10.8 million, whereas This year it's 17.6 million, a 63% increase on average on this weed holiday or weed savings holiday, right? Because the black Is Black Friday really a holiday or is it just like a day you know you're gonna save money? Right, shout out to Cyber Monday too. It makes the whole holiday thing easier. I mean, I think they created a lot of these holidays we have for economic reasons. And so Black Friday we know was already created for that. So now that we have something like the internet and e-commerce being so big, let's have a Cyber Monday and let's have a green Wednesday, right? It's just, it makes it easier for Christmas to be honest with you. That's probably why there's a use case scenario for these discounts. Christmas is coming up, last minute gifts, you you buy them nice, and you do what you have to do for your family and your friends and your loved ones. Uh, moving on for the chart. So they have 2018 Black Friday product category sales. Now this one, this one got me excited. This one allowed me to have a picture of what the cannabis sales are now and what they may be in the future. You always want to look at cannabis graphs So the cannabis graphs help you like I said, paint a picture of what's happening in the industry and what may happen in the future. So if you're a cannabis entrepreneur, you'll know how to gauge yourself and enter into or what decisions you may want to make granted into what products you're going into. If you're a dispensary, I guess it matters on the amount of product you buy for the amount of demand that you can predict. If you're starting a cannabis brand on itself, you'll know which products to more so gravitate to or which products aren't really focused on heavily. You can look at it either way. So the graph says that the rise of product sales from 2018 to 2019 goes as follows. We see a 159% increase in extracts. We know extracts is a huge industry. It's, it's, uh, it doesn't smell. It's easy to use. I mean, it has no plant matter. It's nice on the lungs. I mean, extracts are great. You know, you can use it in food or you can use it by just dabbing it or putting it in a joint. So either way, extracts are great. And that's the largest increase in sales we're seeing this year. Then we're seeing a 101% increase in flower sales, of course. Edibles come next at 71%. Then you have pre-rolls at 64% increase since last year. And now we see vape only. Vapes only get a 26% increase in Sales now that's very interesting. Maybe in 2018, if we had like a chart from 2017 all the way to 2018 that showed the same percentage increase, I think vaping would be much higher. Of course, because we had the vape gate happen not too long ago, you know, a lot of people got sick, a lot of other people died RIP from the vape lungs from the uh, vitamin E acetate. That, uh, yeah, a lot of people now are not going to be buying vapes as much out of fear for their health. So that's why we want to see vaping be. Commonly, vaping is always at the top of the list. It goes vaping, flour, uh, and extracts. But this year, we're seeing extracts get that boost, and the flour come in second, and then edibles third, and vaping slipped all the way to the bottom. But the key, interesting fact here, on this graph, is that we see a twenty-seven percent decrease in tincture sales year on the year. I mean, I don't, I don't like. Listen, I love CBD, but I hate tinctures. I think CBD is great for older patients and people not knowing, you know, cannabis to be introduced via tincture. But to be honest, who wants to unscrew a bottle, put their head back like their spine is broken or or like like one of those birds in a nest when the mother's feeding them to drop some CBD under the tongue? Now, granted. It's great. A lot of CBD oils I've tried under the tongue, they work great. It's just the functionality of it is just I'm not a fan of. And it seems like in the THC industry, people don't want to get their medicine through a tincture either. It's much more enjoyable to get your product via extract. It's much more enjoyable to get your product via flour because you've been doing that for years. You've been smoking since decades ago before when we were so illegal. Anyway, I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm too young to even think about old days of smoking. Uh- but long story short, there's more enjoyable ways to enjoy cannabis than taking the tincture, and that's why we're seeing the tincture percentage drop. Love CBD, hate tinctures. Uh, next, we have the federal funding prohibited cannabis-related opioid treatments. As you know, the opioid industry is running rampant. It is hurting people left and right. It is really a sad thing in this country to see something that was created to help people in, in their health, raise them up from sickness. is now resulting in them what? Being addicted to opioids, f- having kidney and uh, liver failure for the amount of drugs they're taking, and then becoming addicted and end up killing themselves due to overdose. It's really a sad story. And it goes to show you how opioids can be legal. I mean, they are perfectly legal, but they have so many disadvantages, so many negatives. Cannabis have so many pros, but it's really only negative is that it's illegal. And that's the only danger you may face. Now that's living in a time where that's not the case, not the case at all. But hopefully these federal uh, lawmakers get some type of, Listen, you gotta understand it's a game. I mean, we want them to do the right thing, right? But then they want to do the right thing, but the right thing that they're doing is for their own survival. They're not looking at the survival of many. That's why people call people in politics, you know, sociopaths and psychopaths, because they can really make decisions that can negatively impact generations and generations of hundreds of people, perhaps thousands, maybe even millions. In the negative, and they have to make it because they want to make sure they're re elected to the seat next time. Now, granted, it's human nature. Humans aren't perfect. Humans aren't the most morally sound, you know what I'm saying, especially when there's money brought into the picture. That's why they say cash rule everything around me. A lot of these federal uh, lawmakers, their main goal is to keep the power, uh, follow the rules that the money that was spent to get them in office, tells them to do or enforces them or lobbies them to do and that's where they're going to now not think logically and try to lower the amount of opioids or use the funding at least for cannabis related opioid treatments we know that cannabis can help with people who are addicted to opioids because we've read it before we have posted that on Hemp national before we've told you topics about that on the podcast people that are addicted to opioids especially when i was working at a cannabis uh medical marijuana firm i mean yo You have people who called in every day looking for cannabis for pain. That's what opioids is mostly prescribed for. And they talk about the stories of them going through uh, episodes where they have to take the opioids. They feel dependent on it. And they are worried that in their old age, their kidneys and their organs are going to fail due to the amount of drugs they're taking. And so they say, let me try this cannabis thing. Let me see how this medical marijuana affects me. And lo and behold, they discover It works almost as well as a prescribed medicine. Now, I'm not saying that it works better, but I've heard from them verbatim say it works almost as well. And they'd rather take this option than the fear of getting addicted, having organ failure, and overall being treated and not cured of the problem that they have. So, of course, federal lawmakers do the right thing. I know you're probably not because you're motivated by financial means. You're motivated by political means and diplomatic whatever's. But, you know, figure out a way to help out the people in in, in in a greater sense. And it looks like Michigan hasn't even gotten a story on that either. Mich- Listen, it's a bittersweet. I got to tell you, December 1st is bittersweet. Now, I'm not from Michigan. I don't know too many people from Michigan. I mean, outside of, you know, Royce the 5'9", Eminem, the Detroit Pistons, Lions and Tigers. I don't know why Detroit got a thing for big cats, but I guess they got a thing for big cats. <laughs> but, um. Uh, Nonetheless, December 1st, you have l- cannabis being legalized in Michigan legalized. But it is bittersweet because even though on December 1st, we should be celebrating, we should be happy that another state has added legalization to its laws. How can we enjoy when 80 percent of the state does not allow cannabis at all? So, is it really fully legalized? It looks like people in Michigan somehow say, yo, whoa, I'm not gonna lose my seat over this. I don't know even, I even already signed in Michigan. It's not like Eminem. I don't got an Eminem accent for y'all. Sorry about that. But uh, why would the politicians go ahead and say, yo, we don't allow cannabis in our county? So, you can have it legalized, but we're just not gonna really F with it. Like, all right, y'all can legalize over there, but well, we're not. Why? I don't know. I didn't do the research to find out what the political motives are for them not having it in their county. I know Detroit recently said that they wanted to review the cannabis laws to make sure it adheres to what they want. But listen, it's, it's not even a crazy legalization bill in Michigan. Get this. You can carry up to two point five ounces of flour. Right. Let me read the article verbatim under the new markets rules. Individuals who are 21 or older will be allowed to purchase up to two and a half ounces of cannabis flower products from licensed dispensaries. Sales will be subjected to a 10% excise tax and the existing 6% sales tax. Budget planners in the state predict the industry can surpass 1 billion sales by the fiscal year 2021 and 1.5 billion by 2023, you know. And so they said, early tax returns meanwhile, would reach around 223 million. So again, you got to be 21 years old, you can carry a certain amount. I mean, but here's the thing, they have a 16% tax. Right. And I was kind of upset at that. Cause it's not as bad as California going like 30 plus, but it's about halfway at California. So they're doing something better than over there. I mean, get your tax situation over there, California. Please get it together. Y'all just see the fact that you have the biggest can produ- producing uh, area in the world right now. And you're abusing it by rising the taxes. so You can make some money. Come on. Anyway, they have a 16 percent tax and the first 20 million of the first two years will be dedicated to research into cannabis medicinal properties. Lastly, 35 percent will go to school aid fund and 35 percent will go to Michigan Transportation Fund to be used for the roads and bridges in Michigan. Boy, they need it because, you know, when the snows come and you have the potholes. Listen, growing up in New York or living in New York, potholes are the worst. You drive on a city bus, the thing is jumping up and down. You're in a taxi. Next, you know, your head's on top of the ceiling. Potholes are a terrible thing. And I'm happy that they're getting some of the cannabis taxes to help alleviate the pothole situation. So, uh, yeah, and it's even going to the school fund as well. So at least we've seen the taxes go to good places. And the only sad part is I'm guessing... I'm guessing the the county, here's the thing. Now reading the taxes situation, I think a lot of the counties don't or aren't, ha- excuse me, the counties aren't happy with how the taxes are being allocated. Because they're not happy with it, they're gonna deny the uh, legalization bill so that more of the percentage of taxes can go towards what they want the money to go for, right? Because think about it, when you're in a political seat, all you're really doing is like playing student government. You know, student government, you have a certain amount of money, you have certain people in power, you have certain people that want things to happen. And imagine that times a thousand, actually in US politics. they There's a certain amount of money available floating in the sky. You uh, promise Joe Schmo this and promise Joe Schmo that, you know, on a political level. And the only way you can get it done is by getting a certain amount of money coming in. Now, if the budget is this big and now you have a big bag, the bag is going to produce around 223 million in taxes. You want some of the millions of dollars, right? To go take care of what you want to take care of. And I think that's what the issue is. I'm assuming, just based off what I'm reading, that could be a possibility. Only explanation I can come up with where 80% of the state says, yo, you want, you want to legalize cannabis? F you, we don't want your weed anyway. We don't we want the taxes. Give us the tax and we're not legalizing weed. I don't know who they're really hurting in the long run. I mean I'm guessing they're gonna amend it or try to do something since they're the majority of the state and can then get the laws to allocate tax. We'll see in the future and I'll let you know the update. Alright, so next up we have Florida. Actually, we're gonna go on a quick break. Uh, stay tuned. Stay high, I know it's abrupt, but uh, hopefully, let's do a quick review of what we talked about today, right, before I go on breaks. so just in case some of y'all don't come back, because some of y'all do that, I've realized, why, I don't know, you don't want to listen to the whole episode, come on now, huh, give me advice, let me know what to tell, <laughs> let me stop. Uh, if you enjoy the episode if you want to. Let me just do a quick review of what we talked about already. We talked about Thanksgiving, making sure you guys ate good, feel good, and enjoy the family. And now you're back in the midst of things, and keep that love that you felt from your Thanksgiving break into you into this week. You know, sometimes we get that break from you know reality, and it is reality, but we get we get a break from the conventional norm. And then sometimes we kind of dread going back, and then now we're even more unhappy because we had just a happy moment before. You know what I'm saying? So take some of that happiness, take some of that love, roll it up in a nice joint and smoke it throughout the week. That's what I'm really saying. So uh, marijuana sales increase on green Wednesday, aka Thanksgiving, where we've seen a percentage increase 63% from 2018 to 2019. We have vapes falling all the way to the end of the list on this graph here. I'm posting tomorrow on Instagram at 26% rise, and topping the list is extracts with a 159% increase. We talked about how the federal government needs to get their act together and provide funding for cannabis-related opioid treatments. They need to say they should be saving lives, but then I guess there's too much money in pharmaceuticals to think logically, right? Cash rule everything around me. Cream get to get the dollar dollar bills, y'all. Then we have study. Cannabis shown to reduce headaches and migraines. I think I skipped that. So let me go ahead and actually cover this story when we come back from the break. And we'll talk about Florida's uh, activist groups move forward with legalization bill. Could legalization be coming to the state of Florida? Hmm. Tune in to learn more after the break. my friend my friend hey hey how you doing man uh, how, how can i help you yes yes, my friend i would like to get the uh, lotion lotion for my uh, my knee uh, my my uh you know yes we have all the lotions you're looking for um you want a cbd lotion THC lotion or just a mix of the two eh uh, my friend my friend just say uh, give me the you know the best one <laughs> um I mean, does a CBD work better for you? Does a TAC? My friend, my friend, I just want the lotion. No more information. Just lotion. <laughs>